0: Alright, I'm just gonna pack this stuff up here. Put some bottles in the bag actually to bring them back as the deposit. Let me see. We've got a couple of these Club master bottles. Beer bottles of course. Gentlemen and ladies from the 4000 Hertz Podcasting HQ, this is Berlinology. My name is Walrus, and today we're doing a story on bottle collecting. See how much I can carry. Not because I want to exhibit my persisting alcohol problem, but because if you're living in Berlin, you're probably familiar with the many, many Pfand oder Flaschensammler. Now these so-called bottle collectors scour the streets for empty containers, sometimes rummaging through the trash in the hope of retrieving a glass or plastic bottle. But what I found intriguing is that plenty of collectors, like if you pay attention to them, they're often actually kind of, well, decent looking. Regular clothes, often with bikes and sometimes entire contraptions made specifically for the collecting. So in this episode, we're going to figure out who are these bottle collectors and why do they collect? We're now walking to my local um, liquor store, basically. and just going to put these in a little crate and then they're going to give me some cold, stone-hard cash. So, as many of you know, there is a deposit on bottles and plastic containers. You pay this deposit with your purchase and you could get the deposit back by returning the empty container. So the deposit, in theory, should actually guarantee the bottle safe return to the store. Um, yeah, can Now, this return policy is not something new. I mean, if you think about the empty milk bottles that are left standing on the porch, the local dairy producer came to pick these up, they cleaned the bottles and filled them up again. This is purely economics. But times change, and with the mass production of goods, it became way cheaper to simply produce a brand new bottle. Think about the infrastructure of recycling. I mean, you have to collect all the bottles, you have to sort them, and eventually you have to clean them before you can reuse them. With the introduction of materials like aluminium and plastics, this surplus of containers became, well, a straight up ecological disaster. People threw their bottles and cans into the trash, or even worse, straight up onto the streets. Something had to be done, and in comes the deposit, in German known as Pfand. And it is this punt that I came to collect here at the store. And I'm gonna buy two beers, for which I probably don't have enough money. Because I only brought about 20 bottles back or something. Two Berliner Pilsner. But as things turn out... How I 6, 7, 15? Yeah.
1: 15,
0: I got myself two beers and even got a bit of change back. Tschüss! all right so i actually got two beers in this one run for free or at least for free and i got 43 cents in return also so i made a fortune today and that is how you trick yourself into thinking that you get stuff for free Also zum Ersten wollte ich mal fragen: Also Sie sammeln Pfand. Lohnt sich das eigentlich? Ja, ein bisschen schon. Ja klar. Now we understand the deposit system. Let's dive into this shadow world that is bottle collecting.
2: Wie lange machen Sie das so ungefähr? Seit dieser Sommer. Probiere ich mal, statt zu Hause bleiben.
0: This is Valery, and I met him sitting in his wheelchair right outside of Berlin's main station, the Hauptbahnhof.
2: Ich bin Rollstuhlfahrer mit elektrischer Rollstuhl. Uh, ich eine
0: Valerie uh, built uh, a very colorful basket. He attached it to his wheelchair, which allowed people to easily leave an empty container while passing by.
2: And, uh, um, uh, in, uh, in gebietes, uh,
0: and he drives his little buggy around the area of the Reichstag and the Brandenburg Gate, of course, two incredibly busy places.
2: Also- and
0: he tells me he has a bit of fun. Like talking with people, cracking a joke.
2: They talk to me, talk to me, and so on. What do they say? then? of them cool. Cool, cool, yeah, okay, let water. go. I've never seen him, for example.
0: So, Valerie is one of the many bottle collectors in the city of Berlin. Uh, people who actually scan the street for empty bottles. But there is one thing he tells me that he actually finds himself lucky not having to do. He doesn't have to stick his hands into a trash can. And it's exactly this feature that I found so fascinating. In my years in Berlin, I've seen so many people collecting bottles. People walking with plastic bags or a little trolley, scanning the streets and digging through the trash. A lot of them were not homeless people, so the act of putting your hands in the trash always baffled me. Now, to understand this phenomenon, I'm talking to both a sociologist called Sebastian Moser and later on we'll be guided around by a man called Armin who actually collects bottles himself. But first, Sebastian Moser. In German
2: because, uh, It would be uh, much easier. I'm, I'm talking French all day long and I'm German, so now switching in English is quite uh, uh, tricky.
0: Now, Sebastian lives in France now, uh, but during his PhD, he studied people collecting bottles in Germany. I asked him if he thinks it's weird to study people in everyday situations.
2: I don't have any problem uh, going to people and talking with them, observing them, because first of all, it's how uh, sociology works and secondly, I love it.
0: And I of course also asked him how he would describe this strange phenomenon of bottle collecting.
2: First of all, I I would say that uh, this phenomenon right now isn't uh, very strange to anyone because uh, now it, it's like uh, it exists uh, since uh, 10 years now and yeah, anniversary,
0: nice. Now of course Sebastian doesn't really think this is an anniversary that should be celebrated but we'll come to that later. It's the year 2006 that made bottle collecting big in Berlin. The year that Germany hosted the world championships of football. Thousands of people coming from all over the world to Berlin to enjoy some good old grass wrestle, And of course, the moderate alcoholic beverage. And as people were leaving their empty bottles all over the place, several street-savvy entrepreneurs saw an opportunity to make an extra buck. It's the so-called golden age of bottle collecting, a mythical time in which people literally saw money all over the streets. That this activity has now turned into something, well, way more sinister, is also something that caught Sebastian's eye.
2: I think that uh, in the way that I described it, I would say that uh, it transformed uh, a lot. Because this hype of uh, the gold is uh, lying in the streets and this uh, kind of uh, association with the American dream, everybody could be a millionaire, I think people doing that activity realized that it's hard work, it's really physical that it's uh, you have to collect a lot and a long time for not much and uh, so this i think that the hype is kind of over
0: so since 2006 a lot has changed for the deposit scene like after the world championships were over normality was restored in berlin but people had seen that money could be made from these bottles and in party city like berlin where people frequently drink beers on the streets why not give bottle collecting a shot But as people came to realize that there wasn't actually gold to be found on the streets, they resorted to ever more drastic measures to find a deposit bottle.
2: I saw people that you will not associate with homeless people, but they are rummaging through trash cans. And that was the point. But what are they looking for? Because I knew, I mean, I was... uh... A lot, of, a lot of times I was in France, in Paris, and, for example, in, in big cities, you see people uh, rummaging through trash cans and looking for food. So that was something that uh, was quite familiar for me. But I saw people dressed up, I would say, quite normally, and they were doing exactly the same activity. And I, I said to myself, I guess they are not looking for food
0: so just like Sebastian, I too was gripped by this phenomenon of everyday people going through the trash. Then who are these people and what makes them do this job that is actually considered, well, not really nice?
2: So I would say that, I wouldn't say that it's an activity that homeless people do, but it's maybe became an activity that more people without work are doing. But at the same time, it's not only because they are poor.
0: So Sebastian makes it quite clear in his dissertation that even though making a bit of money through deposits is often a starting point, there's a whole bunch of different reasons why people actually collect bottles.
2: It's not only because they don't have enough money. It's more like giving a time structure to the day, what normal work or paid work is doing um getting out of your apartment because if not you will sit down and watching tv all day long or uh, reading books or magazines all day long so just getting out of this this uh, this uh, place that becomes too small for me you know
0: So it's not only economic reasons why people collect deposits. There's strong social factors that weigh in as well. And once you start, Sebastian explains, it can be very addictive too.
2: By collecting, you're creating an activity that gives you something that you can do every day at every hour.
0: Around every street corner, you might find another bottle, just a bit more money. If you just go for another hour, you might just have 10 more bottles.
2: I have to keep on because... Somewhere I I could find something
0: now for Sebastian this entire phenomenon rests upon our idea of value Not the value of the deposit bottles, but what kind of value do we lay in the collecting itself? Clearly for the collectors, it's giving them a sense of purpose, but is it work? Is it an actual job that people can do and also does it actually bring people back into society? Like how does society itself deal with this activity
2: and in the end, this activity, is it an activity that um, we should consider as valuable or not? If society thinks that this is um, a normal activity to earn money, okay, then society says it's normal that in our society there are jobs where you earn not more than one euro per hour.
0: Sebastian stresses how difficult it is to make a proper calculation on how much a collector actually earns. In his dissertation, he comes to an average of about 100 to 150 euros a month. And that is for people who go and collect on an almost daily basis.
2: Me, from a citizen point of view, I'm not not okay with jobs where you earn not more than one euro per hour.
0: And so for him, bottle collecting doesn't classify as an actual job. But, as we established earlier, collecting isn't only a monetary affair. It's a whole bunch of social implications as well.
2: One of the results of my study was people are not only doing it for economic reasons, but because they are lonely.
0: Because they sit at home all day. They don't interact with people. They don't go to work. They don't feel valued in society. They actually don't feel functioning as a social human being.
2: Then we can also ask if this activity is done to free people from the uh, feeling of loneliness. Is that the right thing to do? And there as well, I would say no.
0: Now he describes this failed attempt to be more social with a metaphor, a metaphor of a man who decides to go to the beach and starts collecting shells.
2: And you start looking and in between, in one hour, you say, what did I see on the beach? Nothing. I just look downstairs to, 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 uh, to, to, to find these ob- ob- objects that I said to myself, I would like to collect some.
0: And so by looking for bottles, you miss what's actually going on in your neighborhood. You're in a way participating, but actually not entirely. You're like on an in-between level. You're like not entirely noticed by society, but accepted, sort of. You're operating on a different plane. And what that feels like, we're actually going to be talking about in the second part of the show... ...when I'm generously taken along by one of the bottle collectors of my own neighborhood. So, what's new? Well, the tour guiding is getting a little bit slower. Of course, the weather is not really helping, but um, also because people are simply making less trips to Berlin. But in a way, it's good because then I can spend a little bit more time in making uh, the podcast, Berlinology... Um, what else? Well, I cooked borscht the other day, which is um, yeah, it's a Russian beet soup. Um, I also recently bought a large new pan and the both of them actually resulted in me accidentally making about 8 liters of borscht. Whoopsie! Then I'm visiting my hometown Amsterdam soon. Actually, actually I might be there while you're listening to this take. Right now, I might be in Amsterdam while you're listening to all of this. I mean, isn't that exciting? A Dutch guy making an English podcast in Germany while he's not even in Berlin right now. My, my, what has this world come to? Okay, I think this is enough of this. Back to the program. no fun Sammler episode without meeting someone who actually collects bottles and ask them about their motivations. Now, if you just go onto the street, you easily bump into bottle collectors all over the city. But if you're like me and you really don't like approaching random strangers on the street, because it reminds you that at any point you could disappear into the black abyss of a social anxiety meltdown, then there is other ways you can actually do this. Okay, so... I'm here to check out this website. There is a website for people like me. I have to go to... fontgeben.de. A platform to connect people that collect bottles and people that want to get rid of bottles. Multitude of bottles in my hallway, which I desperately need to get rid of. And I heard that using this website, I can get rid of some. I don't have to go to the shop myself, so... So you go online? I think I click... Oh, I can actually, look at that. I can actually type my own district. I live in Berlin, Kreuzberg. Click. Oh, look at that, a name pops up. A name and a telephone number, easy as that. What kind of name do I like? Denis, Albert, Superstrali, Flaschenjob, Bottle Hunter. Avilas, Martin Brecht, Martin Paul, Miku, Basi, Deni, two rentnerinnen, oh, two pensioners. All right, let me, let me give that a call. Let's see what happens over there. Eight, four. It's ringing. The first one didn't really work out. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> that didn't go so well. Um, dar I can call dar Um in Berlin Kreuzberg. And neither did the next one. Mm, no, that didn't work either. Until I hit the one and only. Okay, This one is called Rasputin. That's always a good name, isn't it? Let's see what happens with Mr. or Mrs. Rasputin. Hello, uh, spreche ich mit uh, Rasputin? Now the number actually turned out to be of a relative of Rasputin. So I called this number and they told me that I have to call their sons. And so I call Armin. Hallo, guten Tag, spreche ich mit Armin? Alles klar, gut. Also, ähm um, ich spreche mit Wouter Bernhardt. and explain to him what I'm doing, that I'm making a podcast on bottle collectors. Ich mache eine uh, Reportage um, über verschiedene Sammler in der Gegend von Kreuzberg in Berlin. And of course that I have this obscene amount of bottles in my hallway. Gleichzeitig habe ich uh, auch eine, eine Menge uh, Flaschen hier stehen, um, eine ganz große Menge. I asked Armin if he's interested in picking up the bottles and also if I can interview him for the show. And Armin is actually totally fine with all of that. Danke. Okay. Bis bald. Tschüss. All right. So within an hour, uh, Armin or Amin will come and pick up the bottles. So I better start uh, packing them up. In the end, I have about four Ikea-sized bags filled with deposit. Yeah, So we've been drinking quite a bit, to be honest. But hey, this is collected over months. Over months. And within an hour, I actually get a call from Armin that he's standing downstairs. Okay, i come down. Tschüss. Here we go, Casper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we don't get any exercise. So yeah. Walter freut mich. And there is Armin standing, waiting with a shopping cart. Yeah, what denken Sie? That's <laughs> Our Armin is about 45 years old. I would say he's about 170 tall. Um, he's sporting a denim jacket and pants. He comes across a bit shy, but is clearly excited with the amount of bottles that we brought down. Also, as expected, Armin doesn't look homeless at all to me. Bekommen Sie oft so Versuch
1: via im Internet? Ja, nicht allzu oft. Das passiert einmal die Woche vielleicht.
0: Armin gets a call about once a week, and then collects about the same amount of bottles as he did today. Wo geht das jetzt hin? Now, he has a specific supermarket where he brings his bottles because not everyone is pleased with seeing such huge amounts of bottles being returned to the store. Apart from the website, Armin spends a lot of time
1: walking through Kreuzberg looking for bottles. Oh, yeah, also I would say, eigentlich in letzter Zeit ist es der u He
0: finds a lot of bottles lying around the subway stations and also explains that he has no problems getting his hands dirty and reaching into the garbage cans.
1: Auch in den Müllkästen teilweise, ja. Also ich krame auch manchmal in den Müllkästen, gebe ich zu, ja. Ich
0: ja da, noch, da, da haben Sie keine Probleme damit? Da habe ich kein Problem
1: mit, nee. nee. War,
0: war da so ein Moment, dass sie da Probleme mit hätte, aber da sind, ist ein, so eine Grenze übergegangen
1: oder so, oder überhaupt nicht? Naja, wegen der Ächtung. Manche Leute sehen das nicht so gerne. Ja, das kommt schon vor, dann ist man halt i der Penner oder irgendwas. Ja, das passiert ab und zu. Aber Sie sagen, dass Sie sehen die Leute nicht so gerne. Was meinen Sie damit? Nicht alle Leute. Also manche Leute sehen das nicht so gerne. Die äh, mögen das, das, das Bild halt nicht, dass da jemand da mit Flaschen sammelt und in Müllkresten kramt und so. Das, das gefällt denen, gefällt vielen Leuten nicht so sehr. Aber Sie haben da, damit nicht so viel Probleme? Ich habe damit keine Probleme. Das lasse ich gar nicht. Das geht mir hinten vorbei.
0: It is commonly known that people collect bottles, though seeing someone actually reaching into a trash can is not a really pleasant sight. Even though Armin himself has no problems with it, it's us onlookers who seem to be uncomfortable with this phenomenon. Something that gives away that this is actually not a really decent way to participate in society. Now, I'm quite fascinated with Armin himself and would like to know more about him, so I ask him if he'd be alright showing me around the neighborhood a little bit more. And even though he's a little reluctant to give away all the secret spots, he agrees to taking me along the next day for a stroll along the All All right, here we go, Ankerklause. We meet near Ankerklause at around six in the evening. Uh, it's quite a beautiful day. I'd say it's one of the last nice days to sit outside and have a beer at the canal. Hey, Armin, it's. Yeah, yeah, also the Dutch waut yeah, are going to walk through a neighborhood that i call my home und uh, i ask armin if it's a good kids to, uh, so, yeah, yeah. to, to collect bottles es das auch für dich so ein bisschen so ein gegend wo du oft her kommst ja was zu verdienen oder ist es eigentlich eine gute gegend
1: um flaschen zu sammeln oder überhaupt so wir sind bestimmt schon öfters über den weg gelaufen haben wir es noch nicht erkannt ich denke mal in kreuzberg und schöneberg sind die besten plätze in ganz berlin zum flaschen sammeln
0: he likes Kreuzberg, thinks that people are a bit more free and liberal than in other districts.
1: They are a bit more free, a bit more liberaler, and so. Well, and in other Bezirken, they are a bit more spicy, a bit more Kreuzberg is not so spicy. Kreuzberg isn't really spicy.
0: Don't know really how to translate that word, but I think he might be right. With the beer in our hand, we set off along the canal, and it isn't long before we find our first deposit bottle. And, um, look, there's one.
1: Oh yeah, cool. Oh. This is angeln.
0: And he explains all the worth of the bottles to me. So 8,
1: 15 25. Yeah. And here, 18 cents. The
0: bottles that we're going to come across most tonight are the half a liter beer bottles made out of glass. They're worth the least, uh, 8 cents. And also unfortunately being the heaviest.
1: <laughs>
0: Even though most of the bottle collectors operate rather. I would say like silently. They do sometimes have small interactions with people, asking them for example if they could take their empty bottles. Yes, um, excuse me,
1: do you need the bottles? can no, Can I have them? Oh, thank yeah. you. Thank you. Um, oh, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. it's here that
0: these two worlds, like the disposal and the collection, very briefly come together. You asked the people if you take Das mache ich
1: auch manchmal, so dreist bin ich manchmal, ja. Also, ich bin manchmal ein dreist, das
2: stimmt.
0: Armin was born in Berlin and he has always lived on the western side of the city. He now lives in Kreuzberg in an apartment with two other people and since about 4 years he has been collecting bottles in Berlin. Kannst du vielleicht ein bisschen erzählen, wie dein Leben aussah, vor du mit Flaschen sammeln hast?
1: Ja, ich muss <laughs> sagen, ehrlich gesagt
0: langweilig. Boring is what Armin tells me after I ask him how his life looked before he started collecting. Irgendwie fühle ich mich so wohl. So for him, it's also about having a daily chore, like a daily routine or something. Jetzt hat man immer irgendwie was zu tun. Originally, Armin is trained as an upholsterer. That's someone who puts fabric
1: on furniture, but he never really got into that profession. Nein, ich hatte einen Unfall gehabt und hatte mir die Wirbelsäule zweimal gebrochen. And then I the job on Fresh
0: out of school, Armin fell off a bridge, he broke two vertebrae, and never worked as an upholsterer again. He's been living in and out of sick leave ever since, struggling with the job center, until eventually a friend of him tells about the deposits on bottles. And that's
1: ungefähr four years.
0: But when I ask him what specifically drove him to start collecting those deposits, a much more grimmer motivation comes to the service. Why did start? Ähm, dass du gedacht hattest, okay, jetzt will ich mir oder musste ich mir was machen, was war denn Punkt? Drogen. Drogen. Drugs. Und darf ich dann auch fragen, was für Drogen das sind? Oder Ja, Heroin. Mhm. Das ähm, ist nicht der meist leichten Drogen. Ja, das
1: <lacht> sind die sogenannten harten Drogen, ja. Mhm. Sogenannten, ja.
0: It's something that I wasn't really anticipating and I also feel that Armin wasn't like entirely sure he wanted to mention it.
1: Ja, ich muss, ich muss zugeben, es ist jetzt auch gewagt, dass ich das jetzt einfach so sage, ne? Mit den Drogen. Warum warum? Aber ich habe es jetzt einfach mal gemacht, weil ich bin jetzt auch nicht. Äh, wir sind ja auch nicht äh, visuell. <laughs> ich bin jetzt auch nicht äh, zu sehen, äh, sondern nur zu hören. Und von daher habe ich es einfach mal erst so gewagt. It's interesting
0: that the anonymity of a podcast gave him enough confidence to actually tell me about his addiction. Now, Armin has been addicted to heroin a little longer than he's been collecting bottles for, like, four or five years now. And as I have a rough idea how much one can make by collecting bottles, I'm curious to find out whether that amount actually suffices. Aber was mir dann interessiert, also I weiß, that man also so viel Kohlen verdient man nicht mit das Sammeln von Pfannen, Das ist immer so ein bisschen so bisschen dazu einfach. Ja, ja, ja. Ähm, wie wie ist es denn für dich? Also wenn du sagst, ja ich, ich kaufe es, ich mache es auch, um Drogen zu kaufen, äh, ist das überhaupt eine Möglichkeit, um das äh, zu machen? Also,
1: also wenn man <lacht> wenn man das so macht jetzt wie ich, mit um um seine Drogen zu finanzieren. Dann ist das eigentlich gerade so knapp hinzukriegen und manchmal hat man auch eine ganz schöne Durststrecke.
0: It's barely possible with periods of abstinence in between.
1: However, aber wenn ich jetzt keine uh, Drogen, uh, das nicht für Drogen ausgeben würde, dann könnte ich mir sogar vorstellen, davon zu leben.
0: Without the drugs, he could actually imagine living from the deposits on the bottles. Das würde gut gehen. So, how much have we collected so far? I'd say we've been walking for about a small hour or so. Und wie geht's eigentlich jetzt? Also wir haben ein bisschen gelaufen. Haben wir schon was oder ist es eigentlich noch nicht so gut? Doch,
1: guck mal. Es ja. ist doch schon eine ganze Menge draus geworden, ja. Okay, ja. ja. So I say
0: we have collected about a euro or so, meaning that if he'd been going to work for an entire day, Armin will have collected about eight to ten euros, which is kind of depressing to be honest.
1: How does Armin see his prospects as a bottle collector? Ich habe mir überlegt, vielleicht werde ich es sogar noch ein bisschen größer aufziehen. And, uh, über's internet noch ein bisschen If he can enhance his online representation and get some more requests like
0: those on the website we used earlier, then he says, wenn das so jeden Tag gehen würde, dann könnte man glatt das richtig als He could imagine seeing it as a job, but until then, he's sort of in between working and not working, in between participating and somewhat being not a part of society at all. When I first arrived in the city, I was kind of surprised by Berlin's casual drinking culture. I mean, if you're going somewhere, it's not unusual to take a beer with you for along the way or even bringing an open container with you on the subway. And I also quickly learned that it's common practice not to throw your empty bottles in the trash can, but rather to leave it underneath the bin so that someone can easily come and collect a deposit on it. Now taking part in these little rituals, or even explaining them to friends, makes me feel more part of the city. As an insider I understand the codes and the secret ways, at the same time I cannot help seeing the bottle collector as a somewhat tragic figure. I mean a person that for some reason or other isn't able to fully participate in our society. Someone with money problems, someone that is lonely, or maybe simply someone that needs to feel that there is still value in their lives. Uh,
2: the thing about- Social figures is that they are emerging, and and then you have two possibilities. Once, how do you say that? Even though, or or there is or there is uh, normalization, or there is eradication. So, at one point of history, something is emerging. Yeah, what I would call a social figure. And then the society is treating that problem, entre guillemets, uh, and is deciding, do we, want to, uh, do we want this phenomenon to sustain, or do we want to solve this problem?
0: This was Berlinology brought to you from the 4000 Hz Weltmeister Podcasting Studios in Berlin, Germany. I'd like to sincerely thank Sebastian Moser, whose writing and conversations greatly shaped my thinking about this phenomenon. You can find his dissertation called Van Samler at the Institut für Sozialforschung. Also a massive thanks to Armin for sharing his story and taking me for a stroll around the neighborhood. Music by the incredibly talented Mark Schilders, L.Y. Foulidis, and Svetnik. And as always, if you like what we're doing, if you enjoy listening to Berlinology, we'd be incredibly grateful if you tell other people about the show. And of course, you can always leave me a gorgeous five-star review explaining your mildly kinky fascination with the Odominus Rosmarus. Warus out.
2: are often built over the remains of other cities incorporating the visible landmarks and visible spirits of another time cities are pictures of our conscious attainments and cultural evolution and every city contains the means of its own demise a
1: 4000 hertz production